preface and advertisement of Langstroth on the Hive and the Honey Bee. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Adam Marcetich, August 2009, Alexandria, Virginia. Langstroth on the Hive and the Honey Bee by L. L. Langstroth. Preface This treatise on the Hive and the Honey Bee is respectfully submitted by the author to the candid consideration of those who are interested in the culture of the most useful as well as wonderful insect in all the range of animated nature. The information which it contains will be found to be greatly in advance of anything which has yet been presented to the English reader, and, as far as facilities for practical management are concerned, it is believed to be a very material advance over anything which has hitherto been communicated to the Apiarian public. Debarred, by the state of his health, from the more appropriate duties of his office, and compelled to seek an employment which would call him, as much as possible, into the open air. The author indulges the hope that the result of his studies and observations in an important branch of natural history will be found of service to the community as well as to himself. The satisfaction which he has taken in his researches has been such that he has felt exceedingly desirous of interesting others, in a pursuit which, without any reference to its pecuniary profits, is capable of exciting the delight and enthusiasm of all intelligent observers. The Creator may be seen in all the works of His hands, but in few more directly than in the wise economy of the honey-bee. Quote, what well-appointed commonwealths, where each adds to the stock and happiness for all, Wisdom's own forums, whose professors teach eloquent lessons in their vaulted hall. Galleries of art and schools of industry, stores of rich fragrance, orchestras of song. What marvelous seats of hidden alchemy! How oft, when wandering far and erring long, man might learn truth and virtue from the bee. End quote. Bowering. The attention of clergymen is particularly solicited to the study of this branch of natural history. An intimate acquaintance with the wonders of the beehive, while it would benefit them in various ways, might lead them to draw their illustrations, more from natural objects and the world around them, and in this way to adapt them better to the comprehension and sympathies of their hearers. It was, we know, the constant practice of our Lord and Master to illustrate his teachings from the birds of the air, the lilies of the fields, and the common walks of life and pursuits of men. Common sense, experience, and religion alike dictate that we should follow his example. L. L. Langstroth, Greenfield, Massachusetts, May 25, 1853. Advertisement L. L. Langstroth's Movable Comb Hive, patented October 5, 1862. Each comb in this hive is attached to a separate, movable frame, and in less than five minutes, 
they may all be taken out, without cutting or injuring them, or at all enraging the bees. Weak stocks may be quickly strengthened by helping them to honey and maturing brood from stronger ones. Queenless colonies may be rescued from certain ruin by supplying them with the means of attaining another queen, and the ravages of the moth effectually prevented, as at any time the hive may be readily examined and all the worms, etc., removed from the combs. New colonies may be formed in less time than is usually required to hive a natural swarm, or the hive may be used as a non-swarmer or managed on the common swarming plan. The surplus honey may be taken from the interior of the hive on the frames or in upper boxes or glasses, in the most convenient, beautiful, and saleable forms. Colonies may be safely transferred from any other hive to this, at any season of the year, from April to October, as the brood, combs, honey, and all the contents of the hive are transferred with them, and securely fastened in the frames. That the combs can always be removed from this hive with ease and safety, and that the new system, by giving the perfect control over all the combs, effects a complete revolution in practical beekeeping. The subscriber prefers to prove rather than assert. Practical apiarians, and all who wish to purchase rights and hives, are invited to visit his apiary, where combs, honey, and bees will be taken from the hives, colonies which may be brought to him for that purpose, transferred from any old hive, queens, and the whole process of rearing them constantly exhibited, new colonies formed, and all processes connected with the practical management of an apiary fully illustrated and explained. Those who have any considerable number of bees will find it to their interest to have at least one movable comb hive in their apiary, from which they may, in a few minutes, supply any colony which has lost its queen, with the means of rearing another. The hive and right will be furnished on the following terms. For an individual or farm right, $5. This will entitle the purchaser to use and construct for his own use on his own premises as many hives as he chooses. The hives are manufactured by machinery and can probably be delivered, freight included, at any railroad station in New England or New York cheaper than they could be made in small quantities on the spot. On receipt of a hive, the purchaser can decide for himself whether he prefers to make them or to order them of the patentee. For one dollar, postage paid, the book will be sent free by mail. On receipt of ten dollars, a beautiful hive showing all the combs, with glass on four sides, will be sent with right, freight paid to any railroad station in New England or New York, a right and hive which will accommodate two colonies, with glass on each side, for $12, for $7, a right and a well-made hive that anyone can construct who can handle the simplest tools. In all cases where the hives are sent out of New England or New York, as the freight will not be prepaid, a dollar will be deducted from the above prices. L. L. Langstroth, Greenfield, Massachusetts End of Preface and Advertisement